welcome to Conveyancing Matters with Lorraine and Stu. Join us for a chat about all things property. Hello, Stu. Hi, Lorraine. How are you? Well, I'm all right, love. Happy New Year. New Year to you too. So this is our first 2021, just the two of us, Stu. And I've got, to, I've got to say, love, how are you? That's the first thing we've got to ask, isn't it? Well, I'm feeling fine. But um, yeah, I have had a positive. So in terms of COVID, yeah, I'm uh, a COVID victim now. So yeah, uh, bless you. I'm not surprised though, given the area of the country you're in. I've got to say. So what, um, what are you trying to say about us in Essex? <laughs> I'm trying to say to you that perhaps it was inevitable, mate. God, I don't know. I feel quite offended. <laughs> <laughs> so how have you felt, lovely? Uh, not too bad. Yeah, I have to be honest with you. Um, Apart from sort of having a backache and sort of pins and needles in my toes, um, it's not been as bad as uh, I feared it might. So oh, well, in the grand good. scheme of things, yeah, when you when you get it, you can't really complain if you feel OK. So uh, yeah. apart from being sort of locked up in the house for, uh, for nearly 10 days, uh, not seeing anyone. Um, yeah, it's not been too bad anyway, in the grand scheme of it all. Oh, well, that's good, lovely. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Well, well, clearly you've kind of already, you know, you've trailed the uh, this Conveyancing Matters chat because, of course, we're now in uh, we're, now, we're now into lockdown three that was yeah. announced on the uh, the 4th of Jan. I suppose at least um, Boris was on time for that one. Um, and clearly at the moment, at least while we're talking, um, you know, the housing market is still open in the sense that people can still move. Um, and really, it occurred to me, Stu, that given that we are back in lockdown for conveyances and our estate agent friends, it does really mean that we, you know, we're sort of kind of rinsing through the a lot of the topics we've already talked about in the last few months. Um, you know, uh, and you've got concerns, haven't you, about uh, you know, the extent to which, for example, firms can, you know, get staff working at home again. So mm -hmm. what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, I mean, the, the, the market's open, isn't it? So, um, you know, the government announced that, that uh, the estate agents, the removal companies, they could also all continue to uh, trade as long as in a COVID safe environment. So the market will continue. And I think the demand is still there. So I assume everything will carry on as normal per se. But with the schools being closed for, you know, God knows how long now, uh, it's going to make it very difficult for firms that have support staff where they have kids that, you know, now they, they'll, they'll need to be working at home. So in terms of conveyancing, albeit we can carry on providing a remote service, we don't have to do things face to face. It's going to be difficult firms for firms to manage because, of course, you know, a large proportion of staff will now be, you know, back at home working from home so hopefully you know, most firms have uh, managed to sort of set up their uh, yeah. their IT structures and so on and so forth to enable them to do that. I think though actually Stu what's just occurred to me you saying that is I think one of the greater challenges because of course what happened sort of March April May time last year is of course you know we went into that first lockdown the housing market was never closed, but for all practical purposes, pretty much ground to a halt. People could still move. And of course, what happened during that period, and the schools closed as well, is that therefore a whole load of conveyances were put on furlough. Um, so actually weren't having to actually in reality juggle childcare and working. Whereas, you know, what we're facing now at the beginning of 2021 is that very, very different 
very sort of febrile situation where we've, you know, we've been talking for months about the enormous workload that conveyances have got. So conveyancing firms, as you say, have got that really real challenge of having to manage that immediate post Christmas sort of workload together with the, you know, the much greater amount of work, you know, as you say, with people at home with children. And I think yeah, that's going to put definitely, people definitely. right back yeah, under the trust again. Yeah, this time it will be totally different, you know, to put it in some kind of context. Um, the first lockdown, firms were very busy, sort of post Brexit, and the market was very buoyant. And of course, at that point, um, everything was new, wasn't it? The virus was new, it was very scary, so on and so forth. There, there was no talk of the vaccines, you know, um, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, the market... I suppose when we say the market, you know, conveyancing firms, you know, remained open. Um, uh, we were a key trade as such. So we, we remain open. Um, but estate agents, of course, were shut. Um, there were, um, you know, no viewings unless they were done sort of remotely or, um, you know, um, by sort of IT mediums, etc. So it was completely different. This time, though, the government has specifically said that removal companies can continue, which they couldn't before. Um, and again, estate agents can trade as long as they're COVID safe. So, yeah, it's a completely different kind of market. I think also, you know, it's a long time now that people have been sort of stuck indoors or, or, or been in this kind of climate. So I think the demand for people wanting to move um, is, is an, an all time high. And of course, there's still the stamp duty uh, holiday that ceases at the end of March. And that's still a massive incentive um, for people to, to, to want to move. So this time around it's going to be as busy as we've, we've, we've been with the challenges of potentially having left staff available that would be the issue yeah i think it's going to be really difficult i mean obviously you know the other sort of you know conveyancing related issues that we've rehearsed before Stu, clearly um you know apart from you know mental health and stress which i you know, I'm genuinely really worried about for, for conveyances and conveyancing staff. I think it's been pretty unremitting. And I would say lots of people watching this actually will have been probably because a lot of them are still working at home. They will have been dipping into their emails over Christmas and, and psychologically saying to themselves, well, actually, that's a really good thing because I've got rid of a bit of my backlog. But actually, yeah. that still means they haven't had a break, you know, whichever way you look at it. I mean, I got very, very sort of mad over Christmas you know, because a few people on social media who I won't mention by name were, you know, putting out this clickbait nonsense about, oh, you know, conveyances closing for two weeks. And to be fair, you know, I try to remain reasonably neutral on social media, but I have to say, you know, I, I was angry enough to sort of, you know, stick my head above the parapet and say, look, stop talking such nonsense. You know, these people are on their knees. But I do find that whole, you know, um, almost disregard for people's mental health you know just because I want to get a bit of a you know a bit of a reaction on social media that really really made me angry and to be honest people were doing it who frankly should have known better I have to say but. <laughs> I think um I, I mean I, realistically that you know when even the firms that were closed um as you say I, I would imagine that there's plenty of people still working in the background anyway um, you know, that period in between has historically always been a really good time to actually get into the office um, and, and get loads of admin stuff out of the way and done anyway. So, you know, whether it be sort of old fashioned closing files or, or whatever you want to call it, I, I would imagine that most firms had some kind of presence, even if yeah. they were officially open, you know. Um, but, but what people always need to bear in mind is whether you open or not, um, that's all very well, but does the local authority open? 
does the managing agent open? Does the landlord open? Are the banks all fully staffed? You know, there, there's an there's an element of um, some people not maybe understanding um, exactly what we do, and you know, and at the end of the day, we you know we, we transact and we correspond with so many different third parties. It's all very well if you're there, but if they're not there, it's a complete waste exactly. of time. Exactly. I have to say, and you've kind of hit on, and this is probably a you know a different conveyance in matters chats to you, but you you know I've been saying for years because I'm nothing if not dull, old, and repetitive that all, you oh, know this like yeah, this <laughs> idea that um, you know larger conveyancing organizations can just put a whole bunch of you know conveyancing staff you know in headsets or unqualified paralegals in headsets and stick them all in a big room and have them available on a saturday and sunday well as you say where's where's the point of that you're not offering a service to your clients because as we you know you can get a bit of work done but as you say they can't liaise with anybody they can't talk to anybody so really you know what additional benefit is it apart from perhaps a bit of you know a bit of pr and maybe a usp um yeah, i mean we, we i mean we we at, at pcs we open on a monday night and a thursday night yeah. i mentioned it previously yeah, you um, have, yeah. so that the actual level of interaction that we get on those evenings is very very limited um and i would suggest you know even, even if firms did open the, the offices won't be fully manned um and, and the analogy of opening up over a weekend saturdays and sundays there's a distinct difference to having a phone line open where somebody rings somebody answers and a message is taken that actually you know work being progressed yeah. you know very very different and there are now sort of you know answering facilities out there that have sort of pre-scripted um or, or pre-scripts where they can provide information so the office can be completely shut um with a call center you know in a different geographical location given out sort of, you know, scripted information, the basics, um, such as your address or bank details or whatever. Um, but does that really mean you're open? Not really. Not really. Well, I mean, I, you know, before we move on to something else I wanted to talk about, about this current lockdown, I mean, just very briefly, you know, let me use the C word, you know, or the CC word, COVID clause is you know again there's been a bit of sort of you know muttering on social media about oh, oh you know make sure your contract's got the covid clause in yeah. i'm no more convinced about those than i was two three four months ago Stu. um you know i'm sure you're not to be fair um i don't think i have seen a couple more recently that are shorter and by definition better but i struggle with the concept that you know fundamentally these covid clauses require to work they require the seller and the buyer and everybody in a chain to be reasonable and fair and all of those things. They still require an enormous amount of goodwill to work. And I hate to say it, but the public right now are under an extraordinary amount of stress. Our clients are under an extraordinary amount of stress. And in my experience, that scenario is not conducive to people being reasonable and level-headed. And I think- I, mean, I think if you take a step back, you know, what are you trying to do? Well, at the moment, the removal companies, they're all open, the agents are open, so on and so forth. Law firms are open, blah, blah, blah. So therefore, transactional-wise, I, I can't see why things are gonna be difficult. Um, so individually, you, you could, of course, you know, you could, you could have a positive test result. That means you're, you're isolating for 10 days. Um, but of course, people will deal with that those symptoms differently. You know, just because you've got to self isolate for ten days, some people after ten days will be absolutely fine. 
some people might have symptoms that go on for, for several weeks. And, you know, when you do have a positive test result, the NHS are on the phone every other day, checking that you're, you know, you're staying put, you're not going out. And, um, and, and they want to know that, you know, your symptoms are ceasing uh, as your isolation period comes to an end. So what happens if they're not? How does it then get dealt with? You know, that's not really going to be covered off in any kind of clause, is it? I don't think so, really. As I say, I'm still not a fan. But what I wanted to kind of move on to, maybe perhaps open up a new uh, a new part of this chat, is that, you know, we've already touched on it, Stu, this idea that, yeah, the market is very much still open for business. But even, you know, on the first morning after um, the lockdown was announced, Stu, what I've certainly seen on social media, an estate agency today, um, the, the, you know, the, the, the well-known, um, you know, sort of, uh, publication online publication for estate agents interestingly has done a poll already yeah. um, because I've you know somebody put it quite well and said well uh, something along the lines of well just because you can do something doesn't mean you should so this idea you know should estate agents actually you know be open and you know broadly speaking there was a pretty you know there was a pretty even split really because according to estate agent today's figures you know, should the agent stay open and do COVID secure viewings and, and appraisals? That's really where this was going. 40% of the respondents said yes. 28% just said a straight no, close the market. And 22% were half and half and said, well, yes, but providing we can work at home. So, you know, there's no clear consensus within the estate I, agency. World. I think it depends who, who are asked to give those uh, opinions. If it was well, um, an employee or a business owner, they yeah. would have two completely contradicting thoughts. You know, I would have thought a lot of employees would like the chance to be closed, uh, so on and so forth, whereas, you know, business owners might not. So I don't know whether that has an impact. But Well, I don't know, Stu. I mean, thinking of thinking aloud, but at the end of the day, we, you know, we are facing a much more virulent strain. And an employer, of course, where, whoever they are and wherever they are, not just our agent friends, but, you know, you know, they've got a duty to their employees at the end of the day. Um, you know, so... so I think more of them might, particularly while the furlough scheme still exists, they might be more encouraged to, to perhaps reduce their staffing levels. and Maybe, but I think as an employer, surely you go on government advice. Whether, whether you know, we could all talk all day long about what we think about Boris and, and, and sort of our opinions on the schools are safe, shut the schools, you can go and see everybody at Christmas, now you can't. Um, all our opinions on Boris are what they are, but surely as a business owner, you go on you know, government advice. If the government advise that you are allowed to stay open, then I would say that your obligations as an employer to your employees are, are satisfied as long as you're doing it in a, a COVID safe environment. Yeah, but that's kind of point, isn't it? Because if you get an employee who's who you know who's catches COVID and 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 something unpleasant happens mm. to their long-term health or worse well the argument isn't going to be the, the argument's going to be that it's and it's going to fall on the employer because the argument will be well they didn't put the guidance they didn't put the, this um, provision in place to make it covid secure to comply with the guidelines the government's still rowing backwards the government's still saying you can do it providing it's secure and that proviso sort of puts the gap between the government advice and the employer the the, the onus is still on the employer isn't it at the end of the day oh most certainly but i think um from what i've seen and, and the contacts within this agency we have you know even just by sort of walking past estate agent offices, you know, the, the volume of social distancing now is standardised. Um, I do think it is possible to walk around somebody's house in a safe a safe way. You know, you can have sort of latex gloves and masks and everything like that. So I think the industry 
has adhered to, you know, doing it in a safer uh, way possible. And, you know, I, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because people's opinions are so different. And, and, you know, there's still people that think there's a conspiracy theory out there. Yes. The COVID doesn't exist. So you've got so many different extremes. And, of course, everybody's the expert, aren't they? Uh, we all but like yes, of course. So, um, yeah, I know nothing about any medical um, scenario whatsoever. So all of a sudden I'm a COVID expert. It's, you know, it's a difficult one, isn't it? But I think, um, yeah, you've just got to, you know, if it's your business, you've just got to take the government advice and do the best you can. Right, as best you can. I've, I've got a bit of a, I've got a slightly more radical theory here, Stu, because um, I've, I was trying to be logical about this. So if, say, for example, a significant percentage of estate agents aren't, really going to actively do viewings and appraisals in the next couple of months to take properties onto the market. Clearly, yeah. we accept that, you know, those transactions that are already underway or that clearly have already exchanged, we as conveyances are going to carry on with them. That's a given. But of course, what, you know, the phrase you and estate agents use a lot is our pipeline. Um, so if a percentage of agents are not taking on those properties, um, you know, in the next couple of months, and I can understand why they might not want to do that, um, I wonder whether that's just going to lead to a sort of natural cooling of the market anyway between now and the end of March. I mean, we've already seen lots of firms saying to clients, look, you know, if you're not if, if you're not ready to go now, you're not moving by the end of March anyway. So I wonder whether the, the, the corollary of that would be that actually the government, because the market's going to cool down naturally, theoretically, um, or it's possible, whether the government will say, well, actually, you know, we don't need to extend the stamp duty land uh, the stamp duty land tax deadline because in e at Easter we'll have that pent up demand thing that we had back in sort of May June of this year of, of 2020 um, and therefore the government you know can can really stand back and not have that pressure to do anything with the STL dead STLD deadline. What do you think? I know your views a bit different to that. Can't see it. I, I just can't see it. I, I I think that everything the government have tried to do so far has been you know, very much sort of people pleasing orientated. And um, I, I, I think that there were, they're never, ever, ever going to announce that that stamp duty holiday will be extended at this stage. You know, I would have thought at best it will be around the budget in early March, but I, I could even see it the week before. It, it being, yeah, I have to say, so. I, I agree in the sense that I've, I've always had the view that if they were going to extend it, they would never do it now. It would always be a really late last minute decision. But I think there'll be too much uproar from too many people that stand to lose out as a result of um, the lockdown and, and, and the sort of, you know, rules that the government have brought in. So I think because of that, they would deem it too unfair that people miss out. And I, I just I, I think, you know, the furlough was extended. Um, it was a surprise to me when they extended it to the end of April. Um, I can't see again why. You know why the stamp duty is not going to be extended, even if it's by a small amount of time. <coughs> and I think, excuse me, that with regards to um, demand on the market, um, I have to admit that one thing I've noticed being sort of isolating for 10 days is that, you know, there's not a hell of a lot to do. It's so boring <laughs> that um, you do tend to chase everything up. So all the admin that you've got to do, I've sort of got on top of and chased people up. And of course, Invariably, that's what's happening to, to us conveyances. Yeah, yeah. You know, our clients are feeling the same. And I just think that, you know, it's probably never has been as important to have bricks and mortar around you. And I think that's what people will think. And I think that because of that, 
the demand is just going to carry on. I can't see any dip on the market whatsoever, even even though we are in this lockdown. Yeah, I think it would be interesting to, and maybe if any colleagues watching this who are in, you know, different geographical areas, I'm in East Anglia, you're down, you know, in Essex. Um, I don't know whether the market is demonstrably different in terms of conveyance and demand, but I would certainly be really interested to know from people whether actually their experience about the level of demand in their location is is, is somewhat different to, to that, which, I mean, certainly, you know, I'm locuming around here and it's extraordinarily busy. Um, yeah. you know, without any shadow we, of... Yeah, we, we, we monitor the work that we intake every month mm -hmm. and some of the software we have enables us to geographically pinpoint where it comes from. And we monitor the, the volume levels that we receive from different counties all over England and there's not been any that have shown um, a significant drop. Oh, um, that's so, so to us, it's been constant um, from, from south to north across the board. Well, I'd be really, you know, I think it'd be really interesting. Interesting. It'd be interesting to hear from other people whether, yeah, 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 yeah. whether there's difference, yeah. I'm to engage with us. Well, Stu, um, probably time for us to wrap up this one. I think we could probably carry on carry on chatting, to be honest. But uh, Always. clearly, I'd really like to, to wish you well, bless you. And, uh, and I'll obviously see you really soon. But uh, and frankly, obviously, I think we really just need to wish all our lovely conveyancer and estate agency colleagues, you know, well. Uh, in lockdown three, um, as we said, you know, I think we're in a very different place to where we were in March. But nonetheless, um, you know, I hate those emails that sign off, stay safe. <laughs> I do kind of slightly feel that, you know, that is a really important message for people at the moment. So, Most definitely. Um, Most so definitely. I think, yeah, you know, the, the way the virus is now spreading, that, that is the, the underlying sort of message, isn't it, for everyone? Yeah. I think so. And I think probably as an afterthought, that's another issue for agents, isn't it? Because, of course, we, you know, as compliances, we can stay pretty, you know, literally pretty sort of isolated or pretty secure. And estate agent employers and businesses can, can put their own safety measures in place. But, of course, you are expecting your, your estate agency colleagues to go out into the world, you know, and go into people's homes. And, of course, you've got absolutely no control over what people are doing in their homes, um, which I think, you know, presents a much greater risk to say but um, well anyways to look after yourself my lovely yep. and, um, you too uh and i will see you very soon take care, take bye, care. bye bye, bye. bye.